This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice-cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Michaela here, and... Today we're bringing you a very special episode of Work Wife Wine Time. This is a little bonus episode because we've just finished our first full year in the podcast and you might have just heard our last episode which was our year in review episode in which uh, Gemma, Rowena and I talked about you know things that we've learnt and how life has changed in the past year and in that same sort of theme, what we wanted to do or what Gemma has done is she's spoken to a few of our guests, both ones from episodes that you've already heard and a few that have episodes that are coming up soon on the podcast. And we just got them to talk about how becoming an entrepreneur and working for themselves has changed their lives. So to start with, I'm going to throw to Gemma and she can tell you how becoming an entrepreneur and working for herself has changed her life. Gemma here talking about how becoming an entrepreneur and working for myself has changed my life. Uh, I guess, first of all, it's changed my life in every way possible, Uh Of course, flexibility, that's the reason why I did it in the first place. And specifically for me was for travel. Uh, As you know, I'm an avid traveler. So I wanted a way where I could still work, make money, do what I love doing, but do it from anywhere I wanted to. So, of course, longer than, you know, your four weeks annual leave, for example. And I started my business while I was overseas. So I had been teaching English uh, in several different countries for three years. And in my final year, I started getting back into copywriting and marketing at the same time and working for clients. So for three years of having that flexibility of being in different countries, uh, I didn't want to go back. And from what started as my reason of flexibility for travel morphed into just an an amazing business that I absolutely love. It's gone in all different directions that I never thought was possible. And it's, it's just amazing. Uh, Of course, my boss, myself, uh, can be a little difficult on me at times, but (laughs) my boss and I are working on that together, right? (laughs) Uh, And I, uh, my main struggle, and this really took me a long time, my main struggle was allowing myself to get out of that, I must work from nine to five or or I must work from 8am to six o'clock in a full eight, nine hour bracket, because in, in my mind that that's what work is, right? You, You go to your workplace, you're there all day and then you have your free time after. 
And it, it took me such a long time. It was a real struggle for me because I had, you know, I guess that preconceived belief of what work is. So if I were to, you know, for example, do a gym class from 10 to 11, oh, that, that means I'm not working. But it it does because I'd work from 8 to 10 in the morning and then give myself a break you know, have a coffee, do whatever, meditate, then do my gym class, come back, shower, and then start work again from, you know, one to six. And it it was a real struggle for me to be able to do that. And I had to just work with myself really deeply, actually, and, and say, this is why you went into work for yourself in the first place. Sometimes, especially my creativity enlightens at night. So sometimes I'd work from nine till midnight and write some amazing copy and come up with a brilliant marketing strategy because that's when my brain's on fire. And for me, that's how it's changed my life to be able to do my work at the best when it's the best for me. Next up, we have Dora Nicolau, who runs her own marketing and copywriting agency. Dora joined Gemma for episode 13 of the podcast, where they spoke about collaborating with your competition. Thanks, Gemma. That's a really good question. So um, I guess the way it's changed my life is that I have much more flexibility in my day and the way I run things. So if one of the children is sick, you know, I can have her at home while I do a couple of hours of work, you know, maybe she's sleeping or, you know, so I've got that flexibility to kind of work around my family and their needs. It also means that I've, I've built a community of people who love what they do and love running their businesses and we get to share ideas and work together and collaborate even if sometimes you know we're in the same industry and we could we could even be seen as direct competitors we just we're all in the same boat we understand what it's like running our own businesses and um created quite a network and a community of like-minded people um I won't say just women there's men as well so there's a nice mix I guess one of the things that I do miss about you know working in in other people's businesses for example um as an employee is um I miss the teams and the buzz and walking into the office you know having those conversations in the kitchen while you're making up tea because you just never know who you'll bump into in the kitchen and what kind of conversation but I guess you have those in different scenarios like you might be at a coffee shop and having a meeting with someone and you might meet someone at the table next to you so it's definitely changed my life in lots of different ways and it's also made me get more in touch with who I am and what I love to do so I know I love to write because every time I pick up pen and paper and start writing whether it's website content or a LinkedIn profile for a client it lights me up and I can really feel the love for what I do so it does have the pluses of I can work on what really aligns with me I can do what what I do love so that that is a really good plus um I also didn't realize how how challenging how different it is to run your own business because you wear so many different hats and the juggle 
is really real. Like you're the CEO, you're the CIO, you're the chief financial officer, you're the chief feeder of children as well. So you're pretty much doing everything. So um, it's actually it's it's made me realise a lot of things. Like it's made me realise, like my mum as I was growing up, she was running her own business, you know, and she was a single mum and. Now I realise how, yes, satisfying, but how challenging it can be to run your own business when you're when you're just you and you don't have the capacity to outsource. But I've also seen the benefits of outsourcing things like um, the technology side or you know website builds because it can really free up your time to do what you do love and work in your zone of genius. So I guess I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about business not that I know everything I think every every day every week I learn something new it's um it's a really different but fulfilling journey next we have Holly Barrick from Mayday VA Holly will be joining us in a not too distant episode to chat about one of my favorite topics productivity Oh, well working for myself means that I can balance my galaxy without prejudice uh And I have a Facebook reference for you that I am sure will be provided. I am the one who is responsible for how I manage my planets. And yeah, of course, some get more love than others, but that doesn't mean that I don't love them. So knowing that I can be there for my daughter, knowing that I can, or our daughter, knowing that I can be there for my husband when he needs me, knowing that we can effectively move anywhere that we want to and I can take my work with me I don't have to worry about finding another job or you know all that kind of stuff that comes when you move Mm. I think that's that's the brilliance but not only that the connections that I've made with with other women because you're connecting with people that you want to you're not forced into a box with office people and that's not to say that I haven't made great friendships but I get to choose now who I connect with and that's I think probably one of the best parts I really do. Our next guest is Janine Vosper. Janine is a future guest on the podcast as well as an author, conference speaker, sales trainer and coach for professional speakers. Gemma, running my own business has certainly changed the, you know what, it's helped change the priorities in my life. I realized that I used to put a lot of focus into turning up to work for somebody else and things that your health suffers and different things you you leave don't make time to do as much exercise or or for family or for other things so working for myself has given me that opportunity to maybe put in a 16 18 hour day and maybe put in two two hour day where I can spend time doing those things and taking time out I love it I, I particularly love Mondays next up we have Mel Daniels from Meld Business Services Mel is a content coach and joined me for episode 16 of the podcast, where we talked about conquering your content and reimagining your socials. There is absolutely no doubt that having my own business has impacted my life dramatically. If I didn't take that leap and decide it was something I could even consider owning my own business, I know I'd be back in a corporate role, continuing to climb the ladder, fulfilling someone else's vision, but with a lot more money in my pocket, no doubt. 
I think there's probably two main ways it's really changed my life and that's externally and internally. So externally has brought about so many different opportunities and really put me on a different life path. I've met some incredible, inspiring women like you three, which has resulted in some fun and really different collaborations. I've attended conferences and events that I never would have had access to. And it's meant that I've also been able to speak on podcasts like this one, which I wouldn't have even thought possible two years ago. From a family perspective, it's been amazing to role model a different life for my kids. They see dad go off to work or, well, more recently, it's been more like upstairs to the study. (laughs) But they know that if that's not where they want their life to lead, they can do something else and they can work for themselves. And obviously having my own business means that I get to set my own work hours. And if I need to go and pick up a sick kid from school, I can. If I want to have a coffee every Friday with my friends, which I do, I can. If I want to work late into the night on a project that I just can't put down and that's so exciting, I can do that too. And then from an internal perspective, the learning and growth I've gone through over the past four years has been astronomical. As you know, your self-belief increases the moment that you start seeing the sales come in. You gain the ability to make better decisions. You can be more flexible with your thinking and you become more confident as you try new things. This has definitely been so empowering. I know that if I was back at my corporate role, I'd probably be making like four times what I do now. I was driven, ambitious and good at what I did. But honestly, no amount of money can replace what I have right now. And that's joy. Joy at watching and supporting my kids as they grow into the most beautiful teenagers, thriving at school and life. Joy at contributing to the mortgage and joy at creating something from nothing. Next, we have another future guest of the podcast, Polly Hon, who is a wealth and empowerment coach and Proctor Gallagher consultant. I've been in business for myself just over 18 months now. And the thing that I love the most is that I create it. I create it by my design. I decide what days I work. I decide where I work from. I decide who I work with. I don't have to conform to anybody or anything I choose and the part that I love about that is that because my kids don't live in the same town as me because they go to boarding school I can travel and spend time with them be down here like I'm in Adelaide at the moment for 10 days and my business doesn't skip a beat I've always wanted to work for myself I even when I was working for other people, I always picked their brain, how to run a business, how do you do the books, how do you get this stuff done? I've always picked my accountant's brain, how can I do better with my money, how can I do better with here and da-da-da-da-da. So I've always wanted to have my own business. Did I always believe in myself? Maybe not in this calibre that I do now. However, now I have to pinch myself most days because life is easy. I'm making the most money I've ever made in my whole entire life. I don't have to worry about it. And I can, I don't have to answer to anybody. So if I have an idea, eh, let's just do it. That freedom, that is, that is life. Just knowing that I can wake up tomorrow morning and have an idea, run with it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, how bloody cool. So 
that to me is living by design, like just waking up, what can we create today? And that's what I wake up every morning and say, okay, what am I going to create today? And run with it. Our next guest is Karen Tisdell. Karen is a LinkedIn profile expert and joined Gemma on episode 20 of the podcast, where they dug into the how-to of leveraging LinkedIn to grow your business. I had so many struggles when I began my business. So I began my business in 2009. So I've been running my business for a long time. When I first started it, I was on maternity leave. My baby was three months old and I really wanted to go back to work and my husband was horrified. (laughs) He was so horrified. And um, I just said, yeah, but I'm really bored. And he said, you can clean my shoes if you want to. I kid you not. So, yes, yes, I know it was a really tough time on a lot of different fronts. And so I had this idea, you know, of wanting to work and wanting to, to be back out there and meeting people. Um, but I had a lot of societal pressure and it wasn't just from my husband. It was also from my mum, was from my very appalled mother-in-law, all my mother's group. Um, and my friends thought I was mad for wanting to work. They're like, you have a husband who wants to support you so that you can be a little wife and you just want to run your own business or work or something. And I'm like, yeah, Um, I didn't want to run my own business. I really wanted to work for somebody else, wanted to have a salary, but I couldn't do that and look after my baby full time. So I, I, you know, he would not agree to daycare. So I just started writing LinkedIn profiles from home. And I started this business that all of my family, all of his family, my husband and my closest friends referred to as a hobby. That's my struggle. That was so tough. It was so tough. But I just put one step in front of the other. I just thought, I just, I think it's so important. It's so important to have a vision of what could be. It's so important to have a bit of a, can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? It's so important to have a, fuck you. (laughs) Like, you know, and just to go, you know what? Like, I've got this vision of how I could have a business and how I could make it work and it could work around my kids and, um, and I wouldn't be letting anybody down. And, and I, I, just, I just put one step in front of the other. I just reached out on LinkedIn and connected with amazing women who were already running businesses. And I just thought when I grow up, remembering I actually had kids when I was like 36, so I was kind of already a bit old. When I grow up, I'm going to be like her, you know. Totally. 40, yeah, I know. And I was like, you know, and I look at where I am now and I look at, you know, the part-time women who support me, my work wives who support me um, in running my calendars and my diaries and creating LinkedIn background banners and um, doing my accounts and, you know, all these incredible women who just keep things ticking over for me. And I'm, I'm lucky to be able to, to give work to them and, to, to head this up and I just think oh my god I'm living the dream you know my husband was made redundant a little while ago and he was like I'm really worried about about the bills I'm like honey I got this he's like what what your business makes money I'm like yeah when it's in my bank account <laughs> mine's bigger than yours um kind of a nice feeling so um hold on to that dream don't let anybody tell you you can't do it oh absolutely what what a wonderful story thank you so much for sharing that with us 
I feel like crying. I never talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, yeah, it was heartbreaking. But, you know, look at it now. Yeah. Amazing. Next, we have Kate Merriweather from Dotcom Words. Kate joined Gemma on episode 25 to discuss all things blogging and why it's vital for your business. How did my life change from starting a business? Look, you get a lot of freedom. Um, so you know that Spider-Man, you know, power and responsibility. So you, you, there's no one to kind of, it's all on you. So that's good and bad. So you can skip off to do errands when you wish, um, which is great as a working parent that I am. Um, but there's also no one to kind of bounce off. I do miss um, when I was working in um, the PR agency, just go, oh, this has happened and we just have a powwow and we'd all come with a solution together. I know you can have that as, as a business owner when you've got staff, but I'm a solo operator. So um, that is sometimes challenging. And I think the way to get that is to join communities. There's lots of professional communities that will give you those kind of um you know, those network, not just networking, but just, you know, problem solving things that, that that's made the difference for me working alone. Um, I'm an extrovert that works alone, which is unusual, but I have those networks that I tap into and I think they're worth investing in. But it's just a joy to not have a boss and just, you know, there's those toxic workplaces where there's people whinging about this and that and can just really affect your, you know, your soul in a way. Like you, it just, I just can't see myself going back to that. But there's a different level of stress when it's your business because it's wrapped up in your identity. And I think I've definitely fallen victim to just being all about my business and kind of being a bit obsessed with it, which you have to be for it to be successful, but it can be dangerous too where you just let everything else slide. So that's something that I haven't really experienced as an employee that I would say as a business, it just becomes all encompassing. And you have to remember that not everyone's obsessed. Well, no one is as obsessed about your business as you are. And your husband will refuse to listen to you at some point. So I, yeah, I hate the word balance. It's a bit of a wank, but just that's why I'm trying to have my little hobby this year of get learning how to gift wrap because I'm like, I have to do something that's not about my business because it can just become all encompassing if you don't, put some boundaries in place. Our final guest sharing her experience of how becoming an entrepreneur and working for herself has changed her life is Leanne Shelton of Right Time Marketing. Leanne joined us on episode 19, where she spoke about conjuring up the courage to step up and be visible online. Yes, yeah, so for me, I get the flexibility, uh, well, one, in working times. Um, I don't have to... Uh, include a commute in my day I just commute to my home office which is like you know right the front of the house nice and easy um but also the flexibility in getting to try different things that excite me uh so you know I'm always learning about different ways that I can promote my business and work in my business and what does lock me up in my business? Like I thought I was a copywriter, but now I'm like, oh, maybe the strategy side is where I really should be. So any of that stuff, it's up to me. I don't have to run it past anyone. I can just choose to, to make it happen and then go with it. Um, so it's, you know, and then as part of that, I get to choose what 
each and every day it looks like. So I, I'm like, I'm someone who likes variety in my day, in my week. So every single day looks different. I've, you know, some days it's meeting people physically at networking events. Some, some days it's writing, some days it's planning content, it's doing podcasts, whatever. I love that. I, I get to choose what my week looks like. And if I feel overwhelmed with one particular task, then I can switch it up. I'm not a slave to anyone going, you must get all this data done. And I avoid that stuff too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just, you know, also with around my kids, I just have, I can, I mean, with a flexibility thing as well and choosing the work I do, I can work around their activities. I can be part of their PNC, like I'm the secretary in the PNC and my eldest is only new one. I joined the PNC day one when she joined kindy. Um, and so I'm like, I want to be involved in their school. I want to be able to stop everything and, you know, go to their school activities. And I just want to have that balanced life. My mum was a stay-at-home mum. Kudos to her for 10 years of doing that. I know it's not for me, but I still, I really valued that she was always there. So I want to do that, but then also have that stimulation of me and my business and where I'm going in it. I just get so much satisfaction from the work I do and I just... Who knows what the future holds? I'm really excited. Wonderful. I love it. And as you were, you know, not so much transitioning, but, you know, learning of working for yourself and doing all of that, um, did you have any struggles at all? And and if so, how did you overcome them? So my, I struggle with, I thought that there was like this business manual of how to set up a business and I had no idea where to find that manual and it was only I started going to networking events pretty early in my business and I realized that everyone else is just giving it a go trying different things and I just spoke to more people and they're like oh have you tried doing this or you should do this or maybe you should do that and that was just so valuable um I just, I felt completely lost at the beginning. Like I thought, yeah, I'm going into this to just do newsletters for people. And then from talking to people, uh, a website designer, hey, could you write copy for a website? Yeah, okay. And it just showed me the opportunities there. And it was, yeah, that was so valuable. Just, yeah, just talking to people and, and knowing that the struggle wasn't just mine. And it probably is why I still love networking to this day. I love hearing everyone else's success stories and then hearing about their down days because it makes me realize I'm not alone. Um, You know, that launch didn't pan out and, you know, I talked to someone about it and they're like, oh yeah, oh, that happened to me five times before now I'm making, you know, so much money in my business. So it's just talking to people and knowing that you're not, writing your, you know, the epilogue, epilogue, how do you pronounce it? I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, it's not the end of your story. Um, you're just at one point, one chapter in your book right now. So, um, yeah, I, I just really value all the advice everyone's given me. It's been brilliant. Flexibility in working hours, location and business direction and networking with other business women are really strong themes that stood out for me when I listened to all of these responses. For me personally, I've told my story on the podcast before, but I guess I sort of became an accidental entrepreneur. I was working a number of part-time project jobs, both in government and the private sector, when I had to make the decision to take my son out of mainstream school and e-school him from home for a few years. 
Now, this was actually before COVID. So at the time, both working and schooling from home were not normal or widely accepted and supported practices. My first year as an e-school parent was spent navigating my new role as an untrained teacher's aide and trying not to strangle my son. I managed to swing things so I could make it into the office a couple of days a fortnight, but I had to let go of my awesome project work and downgrade to a basic admin position. By the time the second year of e-school rolled around, we had the schooling thing down to a fine art and I was becoming bored with my desk job and the extra time that I now had on my hands. So I decided to start a business and knowing nothing about starting a business, I joined a coaching program to learn the ropes, which by the way, is where I met both Rowena and Gemma. Fast forward three and a half years, both my kids are in full-time mainstream school and I'm 100% self-employed and would never have it any other way. Aside from the flexibility to respond to my family's needs, I've had to say that one of my favourite things about working for myself is the process of personal growth and evolution that comes from owning your own business. I've become so much more confident in myself and my ability to take action and make sound decisions. And probably more importantly is I've become so much less afraid of failing. I think that growing up, that was actually one of my biggest fears, whereas now it's just an everyday part of life's learning process. My other favorite thing about running my own business and being an entrepreneur is definitely the new friendships and relationships that I've developed. Work wife wine time, of course, being a huge part of this. Now, I'm in a local women in business group and we get together once a fortnight for coffee in a co-working space, which is run by one of our members. We use the time to talk turkey about our businesses, ask for help, share ideas, learn new things, and really just generally support each other and cheer each other on. Most of us do end up working together. For example, I met my bookkeeper, accountant, financial advisor, and my HR consultant all inside the group. Um, And many of the women have utilized my services from time to time as well. And it's not because we're an exclusive group or anything like that, but it's really because we've all gotten to know and to trust each other. Anyway, the main reason I'm telling you this part of the story is that I became really unwell recently and I had so many offers of help and support from my business group. I had women dropping off meals for my family, offers to drive me to appointments and get togethers and just check-ins to see how I was doing and if there was anything else that I needed. It was really so beautiful for me because all of my family and close friends live a long way away. So to be shown so much love and support by women that I genuinely respect and adore was just so amazing. And this is just something that, you know, it's not something that would have been available to me had I not taken the step into running my own business. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.